0: So I'd love to get David Campany next. Right. And then I'm going into Formula One.
1: That's a good segue. Yeah. I think so. Actually, it'd be great
0: if I could get David Campany to come with me. Yeah. Hello. Welcome. Or welcome back to Photo Slut. I am Laura Lam Mallet. I am a photographic artist, educator, and full-time photo slut. Well, this is difficult because. You don't have a bio on your website now because you've gone dark.
1: Yeah, I just haven't written one.
0: Yeah, um, I haven't
1: quite decided what information I need to include and what information I actually have to give.
0: Well, that's fine. I'm I'm gonna flip it on its head then, and I'm gonna make you introduce yourself. <laughs> uh, so you are Daniel Dale. Yeah. Have you Have you taken the capitals off your name because you're like following the photo like aesthetic?
1: uh i prefer my name without capitals why tends to be when you type them depending on the kind of font that you use the d is always much bigger than the rest of the words and it just doesn't look right to me
0: fair enough uh and you are a photographer i was about to say photographer
1: i am a photographer
0: i like the word photographer anyway uh photograph i'm I'm (laughs) I'm 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 putting
1: photos on a graph there's nothing wrong with that positive correlation yeah
0: Yeah. anomaly Are you a photographic anomaly? I wish. I <laughs> Me too. I, I, <laughs> don't I, I don't think I kind of... That's I don't what everyone wants to be, though, yeah, isn't yeah. it? Um, what would the X and Y be? I, I, don't, I can't say because I don't want to reveal the content of the podcast. Okay. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's, a, it's such a cheap side way. <laughs> yeah. Um, but you are... A photographer god that was really difficult for me to say that without yeah, sounding weird uh bookmaker you are an artist yeah I, I want to get that in because you're not just a photographer
1: yeah I, yeah I guess so I think this yeah. is kind of a nice kind of big big picture big title situation. well
0: it is because you're I think there's and maybe I surround myself with them because I've said it before but I hang around with the cram, de la crème but you're of the same sort of maybe breed as me, which is, I don't, I can't say I'm just a photographer because it consumes my life. Mm. My life is my practice, mm-hmm. so f- photographer is a little bit re- reductive to me. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Um, but maybe that's because I don't know how to use a camera.
1: Well, I mean, you don't <laughs> need to use a camera to be a photographer. I think that's, well, that's, well, that's well. The there we go. Like we found
0: them. our intro. Um. Okay. Do you, is there anything that you would have put in your bio that you haven't put in your bio that you feel like is important to talk about before we get into it?
1: Uh I don't think so. I always like the um, the bio the 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 bio that I have on Instagram which uses the word absent.
0: But are you absent though? Well, I think, I think you're in, you're in that quite sense
1: it, I think it, I think in that sense it kind of refers to the fact of like
0: uh, Oh yeah, absent photographer, amateur bookmaker, Bristol, UK. And just for a change, uh, UEMA Photography. Can you speak into your mic again?
1: Uh, yes. Do you need me to move closer?
0: Yeah. Actually, I, if you could just put it in your mouth.
1: Uh,
0: <laughs> Riley Reid did that on a on an interview once. Uh,
1: what? Just the whole thing? Yeah. I can't do that.
0: No, but that's not At least well, not for this podcast. Not, I mean, for, this not that, for this one. That again, podcast. I do want to have like a bonus content, but it's actually just explicit content.
1: It's just, it's just a video and I don't want
0: to... <laughs> there you go. Say no more. As always, you've brought a couple of things or you've brought something, but you've brought ideas to talk about. Yeah. One of them I'm really concerned about. That's right. the fridge. So again, you know, disclaimer, fridge noise, fine. Yeah, there's one that I'm a little bit concerned about. Concerned
1: about that you want to start with that one. I've got no order to them.
0: No, I'm I'm happy to go in the order that you sent them to okay. me because yeah, I think yeah, there's yeah. something serendipitous about okay. that. Um, and because I sort of approach them in that order, I think the 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 narrative, <laughs> listen to me, narrative, the sort of thread that I've spun together uh-huh. follows that. Um,
1: so which one are you, is it the last one that you can yeah. do? Yeah. Okay.
0: Okay. Because I don't really understand it. So can you, without sort of getting too much into it, can, but give us a brief overview of the three things. Of all three? Yeah.
1: So the first one was Edward Gorey's The West Wing, yeah, which is a which was it's Edward Gorey was an illustrator, and The West Wing was part of a trilogy called The Vinegar Works, and Correct. it's a um a book of thirty panels but without any words. Yeah. So it's a it's but it The might, West
0: Wing is the only one without the words.
1: The West Wing is yeah out of the, yeah. In fact, out of even of all of his body's yeah. work, it's yeah. the only one without words. Uh, he was kind of predominantly a um yeah it, it, he was he was he's is known for his um his kind of his nonsense narrative yeah as well as illustrations yeah um but yeah in that way i like for me it's kind of the most photographic non-photographic book okay um the second one is cowboy bebop yeah which is a japanese anime series that one i'm thing. really
0: interested to talk about yeah i yeah. mean it
1: is incredible yeah um, okay. from the from ninety eight, I believe, I think. Yeah, yeah, ninety eight yeah. or ninety-nine. Um which is like a mashup. It's a single series. Um and it's kind of a mashup of loads of different genres, mm-hmm. Western Noir, and sci-fi. Mm-hmm. Um and it follows a lot of different strands and is just, I think one of the the best kind of like narrative and well written TV shows. Yeah. And the last one is the meter,
0: yeah, that's the one.
1: The measurements meter.
0: Okay, I've sort of got. I think PTSD of like meter sticks.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's 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 kind of like the history of, it's it's it, in a way, it's also like uh, an interest in the history of like um, definition. Okay. And it's a it's a it's yeah. It's Are you going
0: of, all uh, Susie Dent on us?
1: Uh well, like lexography. Yeah. No, nah, I don't. I don't. I don't remember definition. I don't do words very well
0: i don't do, words. Don't do words. is that why you're a photographer
1: no because i'd really like to write mm. i re i really wish i could write write more and i could i really wish i could write in, in varying capacities but um i don't um...
0: i spent a long time wishing that i could write mm. but i think that i have a sort of fantastical idea of what it means to write mm. and in my mind writing means to live In a, in a in a sort of uh, derelict attic at in a townhouse in Marlebone and drink whiskey and look out at the, you know, um, the illustrated Disney film of uh, 101 Dalmatians. You know how the townhouses are drawn in London. Yeah, that's what is in my head. It is to be. Yeah, and once I was at a party and we were listening to Black Skinhead actually by Kanye West. I don't know if I can talk about that now because I don't want to get cancelled, but. I remember this guy who looked like Greg James, actually, weirdly. I remember like he was really drunk and I'd, I was sort of not confident enough in being a photographer to sort of like throw my weight around, mm. if you can believe it. Um, and I remember him oh, being... What was this? Last week. <laughs> <laughs> no. Well, I've just stepped up quite a bit <laughs> since then. It's you, actually. <laughs> um, no, maybe I was like 23 and he was like writing is the only true form of self-expression right. and i was like oh my god what do you mean my pictures of rokill mean nothing <laughs> you know like i had some like existential crisis but yeah it's funny
1: sir, it, because there was a was it um albert camus existential like within existentialism mm. just um, said that writing was the best way to get ideas across next was plays or might be the other way around
0: i'd love to write a screenplay
1: yeah and he he, he kind of put forward the idea that that was the best way of getting ideas and mm. and, and kind of thoughts across. Mm. And art, never mind photography, was quite low down.
0: Edward Gorey. Yeah. Now, I want to say that everything that I know about him is through my own research, uh-huh. but I also feel like you're going to love where I got my research from. Okay. Which yeah. is, I watched a. Let me just make sure I get the title right. That's what I was looking at earlier. I watched a lecture from Artsfest Online from the University of Wolverhampton. Yeah, Um, which was fascinating. And I actually really enjoyed it. And they sort of took you through like his life. And I'm really hoping that I remember what they spoke about. Um, But I obviously, this won't surprise you, mm -hmm. that when you first mentioned it to me, because this isn't the first time that I've seen you... uh, I asked you to come on the podcast ages ago. Yeah. And that was the only reference that you've given me twice. Yeah. yeah. And at the time I thought it was what I'm about to mention, Mm. but it wasn't. And I never looked into it properly. Mm -hmm. Just telling I'm a bad host. No, I, you've, done, you've done the research this time. Right? I have so done fine, the research yeah. this time. I thought it was the West Wing, the programme. Oh, the... And I was like, <laughs> it's so off-brand that it's on-brand.
1: I do love that show, though. I've like. never seen it. Is it's it like House of Cards? Show.
0: Another the thing West Wing? Come- yeah. Wait. Wait. Isn't it... Set- no, you're thinking of Green Wing. I am thinking of Green yeah, Wing. Yeah, Green Wing's amazing. Yeah, Green Wing is no, amazing. West Wing i is no is like, what West Wing is. Because the West Wing of the White House, that's what it's about.
1: Oh, right. Is, oh, I guess it might be like House of Cards.
0: Imagine, is Greenwing like House of Cards? <laughs> well, uh, yeah, kind of. Um,
1: Are we supposed to... Be ma- you, so far you've mentioned Kanye West and now House of Cards.
0: Oh, listen, I'm out the door okay, already. Yeah, yeah. Did you not listen to the episode where I said that ca- ca- bleh, 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 Catholicism is camp?
1: Yeah, but yeah. That, that seemed to go down pretty well with most people, I think. Well, I mean, le- I le- agree
0: listen, I don't, I don't want to be like a controversial figure. Why? I thought that's the whole point of this thing, right? No, I've said this so before. The whole reason I'm doing this podcast and I'm really playing the long game here is I want to get a press pass for the Silverstone Grand Prix. <laughs> yeah. I was actually thinking last night on the sofa. Is it just because
1: you want a piece of laminated card that says photo slot on it? Absolutely. Right, okay. Without we a can, doubt. We can, we can, we can, we can just that do that. I'll just get a laminator. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Hobbycraft.
0: Yeah. Um, no, I was actually thinking when I was on the sofa yesterday that Lando Norris mm. and Danny Rick mm. both... Have photography accounts, okay, and I was yeah. like, I wonder if I could like swing them on it.
1: Yeah, you may as well branch out, and go go get Darren yeah. Brown as well. So
0: I want to, so I'd love to get David Campany next, right? And then I'm going into Formula One.
1: That's a good segue. Yeah, that makes that, all the sense I in the think world, so. Actually, yeah, yeah. it'd be great
0: if I could get David Campany to come with me. Yeah, I wonder if he likes it. Maybe I should ask him.
1: Yeah, I mean, I I think he's stateside, but
0: oh, well, there's a there's a there's a US Grand Prix. There is. Yeah, I think yeah. it might be off-brand for him. Anyway, um, we'll find out. Um, Edward Gorey. Mm. Do you want to? Do you want to give it from the top? Make it drop.
1: My, I, I feel like my knowledge of him is pretty sparse, to be honest.
0: But this isn't. A, this isn't a quiz. No, no, I know. No. But what
1: I mean is, like, I resonated with his illustrations and mm. his drawing style, as well as his kind of his writing style and how mm. absurd. And nonsensical it is.
2: Do you
0: mean um, nonsensical in the fact that he was famous for wearing fur jackets and advocated for animal rights?
1: Uh no, that's sorry, that's, is that's this Laura Kinsberg like, yeah, on yeah. doing politics live? <laughs> that's not nonsensical. That's just that's just downright amazing.
0: He left all of his money.
1: <laughs> to cats.
0: Uh but not just cats, not? just all animals. His he has a he has a charity.
1: He had a um he had a pretty interesting lifestyle as far as I'm aware. Yeah. So he was a, he was a recluse, I know that much. And he you, used to he he really enjoyed the ballet. Yeah, ballet, he loved, loved the ballet.
0: ballet yeah, I, I I remember listening to the, the woman say that. Um, and he only came to... Th- this is something that I'm super interested in. He only came to England once. He yeah. came to England and Scotland. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But she was explaining the fact that so many people would think that perhaps he was English because mm-hmm. of his style of drawing. Yeah, he was and, obsessed with
1: the pictorian.
0: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and, yeah. And there's something about that that sort of, to me, transcends into photography because... I think a lot of photographers are inherently fascinated with the other. Mm -hmm. And there's now this massive movement of, you know, is it your place to tell that story? Mm. Gone are the days of sending everyone from Magnum all around the world, you know, to, to report back. Is it your story to tell? What's your place in that story Mm -hmm. and the rights of a photographer slash, but then I suppose I'll be dealing with something then because illustration is imaginary i don't know
1: well i mean you've got yeah i mean the the idea because the, the the big difference obviously with most with photography and the most of the art is that photography is a reductive art form compared to mm. illustration and art which is obviously abductive yeah you're adding to a blank page rather yeah. than reducing the world to a frame
0: right cut there <laughs> that's it no more no less i would yeah. say
1: that's i mean that, that there's a lot of people yeah i mean a lot of people said but yeah yeah um yeah, I I I think I I mean I agree in that kind of that 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 sense of photography does come from that. I I almost wonder though with with Edward especially, and I think with his illustration style and his obsession, I think he found it aesthetically absurd in a way. Like it yeah. was so, um, I think opulent to him, mm, and mm. it it probably is. I mean, he lived it as well. I mean, he was yeah. he was very like in his um. From I mean, from, what I, from my understand, his kind of his surroundings was very gothic, and yeah. He, um, I think he just kind of really lent into it.
0: And then there's that sort of, there's that sort of idea of how you see the world as sort of, it's almost doesn't really matter what's around you because it's mm. the way that you interpret it, isn't it? And I sort yeah. of got into that a little bit with John, where I was saying, you know, the content of a picture is almost irrelevant because it's your experience that you bring to it so
1: but what i find so i think with that which so this is this is a thing where i think like, i resonate so much with this is because with photography and a lot of art you do place your own meaning behind it mm. but with a lot of erigori's stuff and i think especially the west wing mm. is it's so detached that you almost feel like you can't well for me i feel like i can't put too much meaning on it because it's almost like there is a sense that it's trying to eradicate all meaning and you're kind of just along for the ride, but you don't know what ride you're on.
0: Yeah. And whether he sort because he sorts of, he talks a lot and this is sort of something that I wanted to talk about as well. It's that, that I'm so interested in his, um, his obsession with sort of infantile death, Yeah, but also it was all, he says that it was all made for kids. Oh, yeah yeah know, like it was that. made for kids and like <laughs> this sort of celebration of imagination and, and the what hmm. if but but then the, yeah
1: i didn't realize i mean that would make sense i think in which case that's that that is a big point because you can see there is this yeah the imagination and playfulness with it mm. it is very macabre but it's very playful like he 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 plays with um kind of rules for illustration and mm. narrative i mean In his written works, his narrative makes barely any sense and nothing's explained. Well, I've
0: got a couple of things that I'd like to pull up to you. Now, but the only thing is a disenchantment. That's what I was looking for. Because the, 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 what's it called? What's the devil called in the West Wing? What? Hold on. Have I got the wrong story?
1: The West Wing has no words in it.
0: I'm going to insert cricket noises here. What's the one, which is the one of his where the old lady gets pushed over by the devil and then the little thing appears.
1: Uh, is that uninvited guest or something?
0: Yes, maybe. But the, the devil in that, or or sort of the 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 I don't know what it's called, the like characterization. Oh, oh of yeah, I know. Yeah, it is the uninvited guest. Looks like guests. the thing uh, in Disenchantment.
1: The doubtful guest. Do you mean this?
0: I don't know if I mean that. The lady no, gets pushed over. No, the lady gets pushed over, and then the devil arrives. Oh my god. Hold on. Uh, I'll find it. It was a
1: part of the vinegar. The lady
0: gets pushed over the devil arrives. It's like a narrative of my life. It was a part of the vinegar. Hold on. Also, do you know what his autobiography is called? I feel like you'd really like this and he's stolen your title. Born to be posthumous.
1: Uh, I think that's a biography. I don't think he wrote it. Oh, yeah. No, it is a biography. Sorry. Thank you. That's That floating shadow in the shoes on the floor. That's the Westwood.
0: Yeah. Okay. Oh, it's the disrespectful summons.
1: Oh, I don't know if this isn't here. Is that
0: not in that one? No, I'm No, to. it's in a different one. Okay. Well, it's, it's, I wasn't that interested in what I was going to say. Okay. she talks a lot about his, his influence on other things. Right. And yeah. the devil in that yeah. is identical to the, to the, I think there's a devil thing in disenchantment. Right. And they look the same. But my concern is with uh-huh. this is that, I'm reluctant to to get into this with you mm-hmm. because I don't want to psychoanalyze you on an international platform.
1: <laughs> it's got to happen at some point. It is going to happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Um, do you think then,
1: do you, what do you think the obsession with it is twisted?
0: Mm-mm. There was something um Mr Earbrass and the Unstrung Harp. Do you know it's that? Yeah, yeah. yeah. There was a passage that she read. Uh-huh. and when it filtered into my ear i was like that's why dan can't complete a project
2: oh fuck what is it i'm
0: gonna read it to you some weeks later with pen ink oh, scissors paste and a decanter of sherry and a vast reluctance mr Earbrass begins to revise tuh i think
1: yeah, sure. there
0: you go this means first transposing passages or reversing the order of their paragraphs or crumpling them up furiously and throwing them in a wastebasket after that there is rewriting this is worse than merely writing because not only does he have to think up new things just the same but at the same time try to not remember the old ones before mr earbrass is through at least one third of tuh will bear no resemblance to the original state
1: that is yeah, and yeah. i was like isn't, isn't there a bit in that way he put it in the fire I think, I don't know, I don't know oh, that far. I think far. he burns it, yeah. But
0: when I heard her say that, I was like, oh, yeah, like, <laughs> I, maybe how long have I known you? Uh, coming up to five years, I think, almost. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That, that I get it. Yeah, I yeah, get you is, now as true. a person. Yeah, true true. Um,
1: Actually, that, as much as I, I admire the, the West Wing, and the, I would, you know, the reason I put it up, that the narrative in The Unstrung Heart. Is, That's you. Is my struggle
2: with yeah, with and I
0: don't want to. I don't want to cross reference here, but I watched. Oh, if you'd watched the video that I watched on Cowboy Bebop, they were talk, They were uh, talking one? about stuff. I don't Are know.
1: We're gonna we, we're gonna mix. My, we're gonna
0: well, well, switch back and forth well to the... you you bring these two things. Yeah, that both have. It, it's a mirror to your work mm. because how would you describe your work? Slow. And unfinished. And I ain't got any other words. Okay. I would describe your work as um, poetically satirical in the least pretentious way that I can say it. Yeah. Which is uh, there are there's a there's a massive sadness mm. that is sort of masked in this slightly like warped humour, but it's mm. not slapstick funny. It's, it. there's this, like, whisper underneath mm. it. And maybe I've been, like, over-analyzing, you know, Cowboy Bebop. I just actually really like saying Bebop. Uh, Bebop.
1: I mean, there's a lot to analyse with that show.
0: There is. I would
1: always, I would always add that um, a lot of my word poise has an underlying cynicism to it. Rye, Rye is also a good word.
0: For it.
1: Rye? Rye, as in, like, Deadpan humor.
0: Oh, not as in like whiskey and rye. No, this although you know it might help to look day. at it
1: you, with whiskey, yeah, and rye.
0: And I think, yeah, I, that's sort of something that I'm interested in mm. because um, you haven't listened to it yet because you're not a real fan of the show. But
1: we've been here all day.
0: Oh yeah, <laughs> John <laughs> talks about this idea of wanting to be the photographer that he's not, mm. and I think everybody wants to be a photographer they're not Mm -hmm. but you especially i think there's a lot of boxes that you tick of the types of photographer that you could be construed as Mm. but you're not that photographer and actually a lot of the stuff that you do it's it's really like from the heart Mm. is really personal but in a in a vehicle that isn't personal Mm. like i think mine for example on a lot of levels is really two-dimensional i talk about you know female sexuality and gender and sensuality and all that sort yeah. of stuff it's actually a promo for me yeah. um neurotica in all good bookstores now um but it, it's done in in a humorous way yeah. but in a very sort of you know seductive colors and almost like fighting against this anti-esthetic mm-hmm. whereas your work fits this sort of um I don't even know what the word is. You probably know better than me, but like this, um, I don't know how to, how to describe it, but it, you've got this sort of um, uh, two dimensional view of the world, mm-hmm. which a lot of people could look at your work and be like, Whoa, he happened to be in the right place at the right time, but it's actually a, a craft. And actually mm-hmm. it's a massive comment on society. Mm-hmm. And I think, if you were to present your work all together, mm-hmm. it would make so much more sense. Mm-hmm. But then I know that I am coming from the privilege of knowing you for a long time and knowing yeah. your practice for a long time. So there's this sort of like, I don't know, to and fro between these two things. And you get caught up in that. Yeah. In that I, sort of I, wave.
1: I, I think in, in terms of my my work and from what you're saying, I mean, my issue is that um I feel like I try very hard to make work earnestly. Mm. And I think it is in a way surface level. I think I I approach a lot of the subjects, not necessarily subjects of the projects, but subjects in terms of what I photograph, very mm. straight. It's mm. very kind of on the nose. Yeah. And it is an observation. At the at the at that point of the image, it's an observation. Yeah. And I think what happens is when it comes down to then reviewing and you know dialing in on different ideas and grouping together and making projects what i do is i think i get bogged down and worried then at that stage about Mm -hmm. that that sense of what photographer do i want to be yeah but the i think my my problem and my kind of internal battle is that i've made all this work that's i i yeah i hope and i believe is very um honest and very much my view Mm. But then, when it comes to actually collecting it together, it's funny that you say kind of putting everything together all at once because that'd be great. I mean, yeah, that, that's kind of like it's an easy way. Yeah, but it sadly just doesn't. It doesn't um, fit the ideals of the art world in that's terms of how thing. it's presented.
0: I almost think that it would really serve you to have a retrospective and then come out <laughs> the other side of it and be like, oh. Yeah. I know. Like, did you hear that that um I couldn't possibly say the name of it because I, I can't promote anybody else's podcast. But where Aaron says, um, sorry, Aaron Schumann, for people who are not familiar with our best friend, um you gotta take the pictures that you see so mm. that you can get to the real pictures. Like he's talking about being in Italy, take a picture of an orange yeah. so you can take proper pictures. Um and there's sort of that battle with you, like my two—I was thinking about this actually in the shower. I'm not mm. thinking about you in the shower. I just want to get that out there. I was thinking about my two favorite pictures of yours. Mm. I like playing this guessing game. Do you know which they are?
1: I uh, know one of them. Yeah. Which is one of them? The balloon.
0: Yeah, and yeah. the second one is actually one that I own.
1: Oh, the disco ball. Yeah, yeah. I'm just is
0: worrying because all of your pictures of the balls. Yeah, <laughs> which <laughs> is why you're in the shower. Like, Thing. Love about the that. balls. Um. It's not about balloons.
1: They're both off the off the ground as well. Was that so?
0: that I'm floating?
1: Oh, they're just hanging low. <laughs> <laughs>
0: hanging low. Um, this is actually an embarrassing bodies episode. So welcome <laughs> yeah. to this. Um, yeah, it's not. It's not about those things. You know, it's no. it's nothing to do with. Uh, and and there's this sort of I don't know. I also think that you a lot of the sort of turbulence that you have in your image making is that you have this really strange relationship with how you trust your audience to be uh interpretive of that. Mm. And it's almost like you can only show your work to people who are as fucked up as <laughs> you are. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I, I I guess in a way it's like But maybe that's why Edward Gorey is so popular because there's a lot of people that would look at his work and be like that's shit that's for kids yeah yeah. you know
1: or rather yeah or they they might go the other way and just you know they may it's kind it is that kind of level of if they don't understand it straight away it's a it's a a scary 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 situation you
0: don't photograph balloons or disco balls but, technically, I do. But, but technically, you do. Yeah, yeah.
1: But this is—I think this is what's interesting. I think about then that everybody's West Wing, which is what I find so interesting, is that a lot of the panels, although there's a lot that are surreal, there's a lot that are very simple. Yeah. When you put yeah, it that yeah, way, yeah, yeah. they're very straightforward. Or
0: straight, straight on. Yeah, yeah,
1: but it's also you know like like the image with like the ladder and things are. Like but yeah. there's also the, it, there's like a there's an image with um an image and like a, a panel with the crack going through the floor. Yeah. Which, as a thing, is bizarre mm. Mm. when you kind of place it in that environment, but in reality, it's a crack in the floor. That's yeah. that's kind of all it is. It
0: just touches on parts of us that we can't. Yeah, it's kind with. of
1: when it comes down. To it. I think in a, in a weird way, like if I was to try to boil down, like this, because when I take an image, it is a very simple relationship mm. to me in what I am seeing. It's not a yeah it's not an in-depth thought it's not a thought process i'm not you know
0: but then but then i i think that but also how much does that just speak to your talent as an image maker
1: or selector
0: yeah but like for example like there was a student who said to me oh i really i'm really interested in like the female gaze Mm. and like um like scum manifesto and like you know Taking these pictures and like molding them and all of this Mm. sort of stuff, and she was like, "But, but I don't take pictures that suit this category." And I Mm. was like, "Well, do you take pictures of you and your friends? Mm. Yeah, that's the female gaze." Yeah, and it's just because we have this box that I think lives in our head that because we're so good at taking pictures, if we haven't crafted or if we've done something subconsciously it's redundant to us and it becomes a new word that I've learned vernacular vernacular yeah there you yeah, go. Yeah, yeah. You know and and I think there's there's there are s- certain pictures that you make the, the the skill of them is that play between the two things
1: yeah well yeah. I think this is yeah I, I
0: like I origami birds I'd like to say that one that's one Oh, on the because so yeah, many yeah. people will have taken that picture of the origami birds. Yeah. Obviously, I'll put up on Instagram so people can see, mm. and it's it's an amazing picture of like, oh, look at all these origami birds. Mm. That's not what you're saying.
1: No. No. You know. But I, I think in that sense, there is a um, there's a balance of so I would. I would probably argue that you can, you don't need to learn how, like, you don't need to learn how to use a camera to take take an image. There oh, is thank God for that. There is a possibility that mm. you can take a good photo, yeah, and it would be a good photo regardless of your understanding of it. Mm. But then there's the other side of it, which is you learn a craft to the point where you can master it, and yeah. that's when you start making work from it. Yeah. Okay. So there is a sense of
0: that's going to put the cat amongst the pigeons.
1: Yeah, I mean, this might divide people, but that's that's what yeah. we want i mean that's fine more controversy yeah. the i think there is a sense of um you you kind of you learn to do something um subconsciously yeah so you can allow yourself to do it subconsciously yeah and i think that a lot of the times like you know i go take images i am just walking and i try not to think too much and mm. me identifying images is a very subconscious thing and i don't realize if you know, if they are a good photo or potentially a good photo, I won't won't realise until I actually look at them them back and you can kind of sit and evaluate them more objectively. And I think it it works the same in terms of um, learning something to a point that you can, you know, you're good at it to then, you know, create mistakes and unlearn it.
0: Yeah. While you were saying that, I just saw this, which sort of, I think, feeds into that, which is on Google Books. And I, I guess they didn't come up with this, yeah. but it says Edward Gorey's *The West Wing* is an invitation to the imagination. That's what you do.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Oh, the the description of the, that book in particular yeah. is very good. I, yeah, also, I love that. Yeah. I enjoy the the small list of things that it describes of what you you encounter, which I can't remember what they say. But there's like three or four things where they kind of like they how describe what how they describe the book.
0: Offbeat humor have brought him to critical acclaim and an avid following. This could be you. <laughs> it really could.
1: Uh, I really should need somewhere wearing fur coats and completely yeah. uh, isolating myself from society.
0: I actually wish you was. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what's partially? Something? I just
1: need to quit my job and I'm
2: probably all right. <laughs> I'm done.
0: <laughs> While we're talking, I'm so listen. This is how you can't write a plot. I can't believe that this is the episode where we are actually talking really seriously about serious things.
1: Whereas in compared to the other episodes, yeah, yeah, it wouldn't yeah. I would have thought that it would. I can't help, if you're going to give me uh, options to choose to talk about, I, I can't directly choose humorous ones. I mean, I could have chosen like a cabbage, but.
0: Well, that's erotic, first of all. Again, another plug for my book that doesn't exist. Um, Yeah, no, I didn't think you were going to bring like, well, actually, I did. No, you did. Yeah, I did yeah, think yeah, you were yeah, going to yeah, do like Monty Python or something, but again. I debated it,
1: actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's, there's quite a few things that didn't make the cut. Um, Go on, tell us. Uh, my <laughs> what the the things I didn't make. Yeah, Hitchhiker's uh, Guide the to the Galaxy. Yeah, but um, it was potentially going to be the restaurant at the end of the universe. Just a particular chapter in there where they've only encounter- seen the film. Okay, well this it's the <laughs> second book, and there's a there's a part um, in it, a particular chapter where they um they sit down at the restaurant and they are served um a cow, but the cow's um alive and can talk and it talks it's through it, it talks them through what they can you know what they're going to eat oh and i thought that was really yeah wow
0: and did you want me to add there that you're recently not a vegan anymore
1: <laughs> just in case just in case <laughs> <laughs> um the, another one was going to be my my phone's google chrome tabs
0: that's fun
1: yeah dangerous uh, not unless well it depends mm, which okay. depends which In- In- non- Invitation <laughs> to the
0: Imagination
1: <laughs> um, yeah the other one was Monty Python's um, The Holy Grail at the end where you gets asked well it could have been it was either three questions at the bridge yeah um, or um, the witch trial where they're, they're questioning yeah. how you, how you, how you understand that she's a witch
0: I feel like my whole professional life this is not me doing myself down, this yeah. is me just saying that I'm a master grafter hustler. Uh. Uh, my professional career could be um described with the coconuts. Oh yeah. Yeah yeah, yeah. the fact uh, that they couldn't they couldn't afford, yeah, horses, couldn't afford a horse so they just got coconuts.
1: Is, is is a brilliant kind of And he's
0: like point blank like denying it when they're looking yeah, at yeah, him. Yeah, I love yeah. that.
1: Yeah that's great. Um but that was genuine because they couldn't afford it. But they're not actually No afford. they they actually couldn't so they couldn't actually afford horses. And but be honest, all learn how to ride
0: horses. That's amazing. So the next best
1: thing was they just got coconuts. I... which is so that's Monty amazing. Python. Yeah, it's, it's great. It's so good. Yeah.
0: Would you describe that? No, that's not canon, is it? It's... Isn't canon something when it's like I thought like you would know the answer to this. Well no.
1: yeah, canon is kind of something yeah, something that directly relates to the to the universe. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: yeah, yeah. It is canon, yeah. It, it is canon. canon. Yeah. Um I lost my train of thought. Oh yeah. Uh, I watched a TikTok video recently. That's how all my conversations yeah, yeah, start. Yeah. Where it was like Lord of the Rings facts. Okay. I don't yeah. know why. I oh, that right, was yeah, relevant. Yeah. There's but...
1: the one where he kicks a helmet. Wait, what? Oh, no. Which one is it? Wait, what does he do? <laughs> where um, Viggo Mortensen kicks the helmet
0: oh he broke his toe yeah yeah it's the same video actually is it yeah have you yeah, seen yeah. so you've seen it no i
1: haven't seen it but that that always comes up on my on, oh, on okay. instagram where, uh, you know it's it's always it's like this state scene of like somebody watching lord of the rings for the first time and then that scene comes on and you're like dying to tell the person that has never seen it before oh my god
0: that. well sort of but like saruman mm-hmm. i can't remember what the actor's name is christopher lee thank you no, <laughs> oh i was gonna say apologies pro- to everybody out there <laughs> apologies <laughs> to all the uh die-hard uh christopher lee fans out there um
1: stage plays
0: listen i can't i can't know everything um he was it oh that was bambi she's a big christopher lee fan <laughs> he was the only person to have met tolkien yes yeah, yeah, yeah and yeah, he yeah. sort of he consulted on a lot of the other bits in the film mm. because like he had read the book so many times yeah. he reads it once a year apparently yeah 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 that's yeah. interesting uh i'm just gonna cut that christopher lee bit out so just, just go straight to me <laughs> saying christopher lee <laughs> saruman christopher lee um yeah poor edward gory's not getting much airtime here is he There was another i think thing...
1: everybody just needs to go away and look at his look at his work, well there maybe. is
0: this there is this thing that like
1: I think it invites conversation.
0: Yeah, and is. I'm I'm kind of obsessed with this idea that I'm, it's an audio platform where we talk about visual things.
1: Yeah, I mean, I distinctly t- chose two very visual things. As
0: well. Yeah, and I like that. I like that. Um, Edward Gorey, mm. when he died, he had a library, a personal library. Mm. How many books do you think were in that library?
1: I really hope it's like. Just his books, so maybe like no, no, 100. no, it's not
0: <laughs> three. <laughs> no, how many books do you think were in his personal library? uh Don't be ridiculous. Make a good guess.
1: Fourteen hundred.
0: 1, Fourteen hundred. Do you know it has to be over a thousand for it to be a library? So that wouldn't even 1, be one thousand four hundred. No, it has to be a thousand to be a library. So that wouldn't even be a good library.
1: You never said a good library. You just said a personal library.
0: It was twenty-five thousand books. That's close. Okay. That's
1: divisible, somewhat. Don't that's get philosophical
0: movie. on me, right? That is, that's is unbelievable.
1: Yeah, he was. I mean, he was a big.
0: He was an avid reader. Very avid reader.
1: Yeah. Put yeah. that on my
0: gravestone. Yeah. She was an avid reader.
1: Because he didn't. He didn't do much else. So did he?
0: <laughs> Such a backhanded compliment. I. <laughs> I don't mean do for do it to be backhanded
1: else. in any way, but what I mean isn't like he was. Uh, he he chose to be quite isolated. Yeah. Yeah, and he what he would do is just he would read, draw.
0: There was a thing where he—it's not a thing; it's a fact—where he didn't travel a lot, mm. and he said that all he really needed was a window. Yeah, and yeah, I it's love a that thing. I yeah, mean, yeah. I, I weirdly on my way to.
1: But what kind of window <sighs> do you imagine? Because it's definitely tiny, a... tiny <laughs> little window. <laughs> it was, it's definitely like a big Victorian bay.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Two things that I want to say, but I'm worried that both of them are going to be a bit far out for you. Aye. One, do you know the Victorian windows on your way into London from Bristol? So you would go, I think it's oh, the past art studios. Chiswick. So like the big glass windows on that. Yeah, that's what yeah, I think of. Yeah, the big of. art studios. Yeah, that's yeah, what yeah, I yeah, think yeah. of. Yeah. Um, and then the other thing was, on my way to my MRI this morning, That's which hell of a is a window, I have to isn't say. Isn't it? Yeah. yeah. you <laughs> got one, one window. It's a It's room. that one. Um, my MRI is my whole personality now, obviously, because yeah, yeah, yeah. my magnetic change up, you know. I'm all like
1: radiating. Radiating.
0: Yeah, I'm glowing. I've been glowing this whole time. Uh, you look glowing. Thanks. It's a radiation poisoning. Um, I was listening to Ian McEwan mm-hmm. talk because I'm sophisticated. to listen to Radio 4. Of and I've completely lost my train of thought of what. He was I saying, think you were just trying to say
1: that you watch, listen listening to Radio 4. Yeah, it's just get that in fun. there.
0: No, what was I going to say? Wait, what were we talking about before the windows?
1: You said to, uh, you, just, you, you mentioned about the windows going into London. The imagination.
0: Said... Oh, yeah, that's what I was going to say. Ian uh-huh. um, McHugh was talking about this idea of, like, the mind is a garden mm. and you should spend time in the garden. Mm. And he's worried that because we have TikTok and, well, he didn't name drop, but, you know, we have phones and mm. all of this, that we don't spend enough time in our own minds. Mm. Now, that's an incredibly dangerous thing for certain people. But my, my question to, to you then is, do you think Edward Gorey would go on TikTok?
1: Uh, I don't know, actually. Mm. It's funny. So there's another illustrator called Edward Steed. Yeah. Who's a very similar kind of similar-ish, similar-ish aesthetic um, and is a big New Yorker illustrator. Yeah. He does a lot of like single plants and things like that. Yeah. And he doesn't have Instagram, which I found interesting. Okay. So he's not on social media. Mm. And I think in my mind, I make that link, and I would probably say that evergo is in a similar sense. But wouldn't.
0: I either. think if my research says? Do you think he would have a TikTok and
1: only video his cats?
0: Yeah. Maybe yeah. he'd be like Alex South on TikTok. Is Alex South on TikTok? Yeah. Do you not know this? What does he do? Like, makes videos just... of himself talking, and then like his kids comment on it, and they're like, what are you doing? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so mean anyway i'm it's pretty sure they do that unless i dreamt it but i'm pretty sure they do it's almost that. like
1: today when i think uh my mom and um my mom ma- <laughs> my mom and our family group chat i think used to used the acronym like irl
0: love that for her and uh
1: and i think my sister piped up and was just like oh you're so hip
0: you're so hip <laughs> so what is going on i love that i love that <laughs> Um, but he used to Edward Gorey used to uh, do illustrations or writing. I'm not sure which for Vanity Fair, and for yeah, other, yeah, you know. So he
1: had a lot of. I mean, he had a lot of work. Was he, Vanity
0: Fair not TikTok of their time? Uh,
1: yeah. I mean, yeah. You could put I mean, the one thing that you know actually in that kind of in that kind of slight remit, um, which I have never found any photos of. But he did the the stage design for a Dracula play. Yes, I know. Yeah. Which I, I, I would love to see.
0: So I, I when I was watching the lecture, they uh-huh. were talking about it. Yeah. And oh, there was something else I wanted to say, but I'll, I'll, I'll come back to that. Um, when you put the book down on the table, I was really interested in this idea of like, he doesn't do anything in colour, mm. but I saw bits of red. And apparently a little bit of red of his is like mm. a big thing. And apparently on the stage production of Dracula, because he designed all the sets and everything, mm-hmm. there'd be a tiny detail of red in each yeah. of the set designs. Yeah, yeah. interesting. He does do color does doesn't he? Apparently, he doesn't.
1: Not a lot. Not a lot. No, not a lot. He but he does do it.
0: Oh.
2: Blue and oh. <laughs> Boom.
0: Done. Um, I can't remember what the other thing I was going to say was. God, why, do you think my memory? Do you think it was MRI? I
1: think it's poisoned drugs
0: oh yeah that's true well when john was here i was really worried that i was like sp- like spilling over all my words and i thought oh, it was because
1: spitting at the mic
0: yeah no i'm spit the mic i spit bars on the mic um you would know again if you'd listen to this episode but I think he... like you would know because you <laughs> oh, <'cause> you're an <laughs> mc um, <laughs> No, but he brought some things into the house yeah. and since he- i saw them I couldn't speak, and I believed them to be cursed. Oh, right, okay. So, course, yeah, what yeah, I want to yeah. know is, what the hell have you brought into my house? <laughs> cursed. Um, but no, Edward Gorey, amazing.
1: Yeah, he's incredible. I think he, he's just he. I think when I came across him, it was one of those kind of things when you um when you you know when you find you know a photographer or illustrator or artist or whatever, and you just that gets you, just you. indulge in every bit of their work afterwards. Yeah. Um,
0: uh. I feel like it's on brand for me to mention photoslut. You know, uh, his sexuality is completely ambiguous. He never had a partner. No, he didn't. And yeah, yeah, yeah. he never. Yeah. He he described himself as a person. Yeah. And nothing more, nothing yeah. less.
1: And I don't think. I think um, was that was it a thing that uh, whenever anybody asked him, he never commented. Yeah. Or was it sideways like? Yeah. Side he just like side yeah yeah, 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 yeah.
0: Similar to me. Yeah. yeah. Constantly.
1: Yeah, constantly asked about your sexuality.
0: Oh, uh, no one ever talks about anything else. That's sad, isn't it? Is it because you keep bringing it up? Well, photos like I don't <laughs> want to talk about anything other than my sexuality. <laughs>
1: uh, yeah. It was, weirdly, I forgot. I too far I forgot
2: about that.
0: Yeah. Well, funnily enough, the woman who was giving the talk, uh-huh. she's getting a lot of airtime on this podcast. Yeah, she um, maybe give she also wore a, a cap brooch on her. Colin that I feel like I need oh, to bring up Okay. Yeah, she, oh she's like super super, super fan, fan. Yeah, yeah. Um, she also loves dolls creepy dolls which he likes as well yeah, yeah. I mean
1: he, he was, I, he, was he, loved the he was all yeah. over the place yeah. wasn't
0: he yeah he's like he's like Joel Peter Witkin for kids who are you mad Joel Peter Witkin Pass. are you I'm sorry we have to go to a break <laughs> that was unbearable did I just name a photographer that you don't know yes on the subject of getting photographers wrong, did you want to bring up something about the Mike episode and the cover of Harper's Bazaar?
1: Did I want to bring it up? Yeah. No.
0: <laughs> okay. Well, you, but you did mention it, so you when? Thought, like just oh, when after you... it went out. Yeah, know, yeah, I mentioned it. Yeah, yeah. Which was what? That we got the photographer wrong. Yeah, you got the photographer. Segway to Cowboy Beat Bop was
1: um spending time in your own head yeah and there's a i think there's, there's a running theme in cowboy bebop usually the start of most episodes um to do with boredom okay and a lot of things happen to the main characters um yep.
0: who i know by name so if you want to introduce them that's fine
1: so you got uh, you got this so the main so they're all they're all bounty hunters
0: yeah the main in two in space yeah in space in
1: space um the main two that you kind of get introduced with at the start is Spike and Jet. Yeah. Um and then the other characters that get introduced the, the next one is a corgi called Ein. I
0: don't I don't know that from my research.
1: Oh, okay. So it's basically I think it's like the second or third episode they they encounter a, a super intelligent dog. Jesus. Which is a Welsh corgi. Of course. Which gets called Ein. Okay. Um, then they come across, there's the...
0: Do you think corgis will still be the royal dog now? I don't know. I don't know. Do, do we know that if Charles likes corgis? Does Charles like anything? Um. Yeah, cheating on his missus. No. Cheating on his missus.
1: And then you've got uh, Faye Valentine, yep. which is their kind of femme fatale. Big titty gal. Big titty gal, yeah, yeah. yeah. Overly sexualized, as in everything, anyway. Yeah. Not just anime.
0: Let's yeah. Put it that way.
1: And then you've got Edward the. Or Ed, even. Isn't Ed. there one more? Nope.
0: What about Jed's partner?
1: Jed's partner.
0: Oh. Is no, she. A... Amy.
1: She's not like a. Oh, she's not recurring. No, so I think that the thing is with the all the all the all the characters they have kind of um. So I mean, the, the pro the 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 program deals a lot with kind of loneliness yeah. and wandering and things like that. Yeah. And so each of them have like a backstory that they're almost running away from or yeah, being kind of affected by. And it and I mean, Jet's storyline follows the most with that kind of film noir style. Okay. And he has um, a girl that he's kind of looking for who kind of left him out of the blue. Yes. And that's her. I think she appears in like a couple of episodes. Yes, and
0: it's yeah. related to. A pocket watch
1: yeah so the only thing that he's got as a memento is a, is a is a broken watch yeah which is like this incredible metaphor very mm-hmm. on the nose metaphor of like stopped time and him searching being stagnant for that. yeah 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 um but it's i think it's one of those things with the writing of that that, that does come about in terms of you know this very because none of them end up happy
0: I yeah guess, that's what that's what it says it's like when i was watching the video that sort of gave me you know a synopsis mm-hmm. of what this about he was like you know don't watch this to be happy no and i was like oh that's why dad's picked it yeah yeah because i I do want to sort of <clears> segue <throat> back into the fact that there's a theme in your work or there was at least in a big body of work about happiness or this mm. sort of you know i know we're not allowed to even talk about will smith anymore Is he cancelled? i do but the pursuit <laughs> of happiness yeah, yeah you yeah, know yeah. sorry carry on
1: um, but yeah, I think I think in that way, in that in the way that it's related, I think I mean with Cowboy with got the thing that I kind of I draw, I get drawn to is this idea of this kind of weird philosophy of boredom, yeah, as well as this kind of you know existentialism to it. Mm. But also, all the characters deal with loneliness in a different way, trying to move from Make their past do... as well as get over it. Okay, um, and I think with Jet, like, with Jet's case, it's kind of like he yeah, he has this. He has this girlfriend who leaves him out of the blue and he's left with his pocket watch and he's kind of he eventually in one episode comes, he finds her. Yeah. And she has a new boyfriend and all this kind of stuff. Yeah. But it's more the fact of she doesn't remember it. She doesn't have the same memories that he does. He's right. he's held on to something yeah. for this this whole time. Yeah. And, you know, she there's a line that she even makes a kind comment of being like, Oh uh, stopped you know, she doesn't need stopped time.
2: Right. Okay. She doesn't
1: need to be waiting for anybody. Okay. And it's a story that she's forgotten. Mm. Um and then it's also revealed that, you know, it wasn't a happy relationship for her. Yeah. You know, there was a reason why she left. And he's just kind of and then Romanticized and this, it almost. Yeah. Because it's kind of out like, of you know,
0: boredom, do you think? I think it's loneliness? a case of like
1: well, I think maybe you can look into it as like an egotistical thing as well. Okay. You know, it's uh somebody who's been walked out on and he feels damaged by it. Yeah. When in reality
0: you it takes know, two to tango. Yeah, it, yeah,
1: maybe it's a harsh way to just kind of leave somebody, but in the end of it, she's like, "Yeah, she's kind of saying that it it was an unhealthy situation. Mm. She wasn't happy in it." And at the yeah. end, there's a kind of there's a beautiful moment where he kind of like she gives him back the watch, and he throws it away. I've seen it. Yeah, yeah. And I think they, I think each character runs along that kind of same same line, and out of it, um, although kind of. Faye's character is seen as at femme for talents mm. is um, you could look at it as kind of, in terms of writing, it is a dumbed down female part. Yeah. But she has the most growth over the whole series. Yeah. Um, and That's she's... interesting
0: because when you were talking about the girlfriend then, I was going to sort of touch on the demonization of women in relationships, but I thought maybe we, we're going to skim over that.
2: Well, <clears throat> <laughs> I mean,
0: <laughs> I
1: think, I mean, what I find interesting is that although it isn't, I mean, it is, it is skimmed over massively. Mm. But for a program that was in like the late nineties, yeah, um, that you know follows these tropes of westerns and things like that, they yeah. do a pretty good job of actually including it in a way. Yeah, but yeah, I think I think the big thing with that series is just it deals with these, um, I think, very straightforward. Emotions that everybody will will go through, and it kind of deals with very much on the on the nose, on the nose, yeah. which is
0: almost completely the opposite of Edward Gorey.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it takes. Are you a it, man
0: of extremes?
1: Yeah, I like to just kind of. I, I like to sit at the end. <laughs> it's of all poetry. or nothing. <laughs> yeah. there's no in between. Yeah, it's either hot or cold.
0: But it is interesting, isn't it? And I'm I am interested in the sort of things that we we're, we're drawn to. I suppose. How many times have you watched it through? Um, is it something that you go back to for refuge or not?
1: No, I think it's something that like so. I think I probably watched it for the first time maybe four ish years ago, mm. off the bat of like a, of another anime that the the same director did, which is um, Samurai Champloo. Champloo. That's Samurai interesting. Shampalo. Okay. Um, and I think I've yeah I've watched it through maybe four, five times.
0: Okay. What's your refuge program?
1: Oh my! Like just my go to.
0: Yeah. Like what is it something something that you watch to like feel reassured?
1: I don't have a, I don't have a specific one. There's just a set. I think there's a, there's a few. There's a handful. Mm. Every now and again, I dip, in, the, I dip into the office. the Of course. Um
0: Do you want more girls?
1: Oh no, I I should though.
0: Come on, girls. I haven't watched
1: that in ages. i oh, desperate housewives.
0: Desperate housewives. Desperate Never housewives. seen that all the way through. Oh, you should. Yeah.
1: There is there is a few week series. Isn't there? Yeah, there is. Yeah. Um, I think there's 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 quite a few TV series that I find refuge in, but I'll I'll come back to like every couple of years or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Um, in terms of like in an animation sense, is that one, um, The Last Airbender's one.
0: Gee, did you play with Beyblades? Yes. Okay. Yu-Gi-Oh? Yes. Okay. I'm not going to say what I was going to say. Carry on.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Are you just kind of like uh, unveiling my childhood in a...
0: <laughs> basically yeah to be fair though one, I would say one of the, the the turning points in my sort of prepubescent years mm. and it's one of the times that I've actually been truly truly devastated in my life mm. was that I had a dream and as you know I have vivid dreams that I held a, a DigiVice up to a computer uh-huh. and I went into the Digimon world Yeah, and when I woke up like I can't tell you the feeling of sadness that overwhelmed me, and like this sort of realization that—I mean, I don't want to get too deep, but you know, th- no, that was never going to happen. Yeah, and yeah. you know, suck it up. Yeah, that's kind of sad. But... but
1: I think with all of those is such a, especially as like a kid, there's such a strong sense of escapism.
0: Yeah. Do you think that's why we're photographers?
1: I think I think there's a, there's a sense of escapism, but also like putting yourself in, you know. The dis- like head on with reality. Yeah. Or trying to figure reality out. We don't know what we are. Well, can I go back to you? Because we were talking about kind of the escapism of. Yeah, that's, what I, gonna, yeah, that's that. what I was going to Yeah, that's yeah. what I was going to say. And I think the big thing about like Cow um, mm-hmm. and Bebop is, is this idea of they're both trying to escape and also find something, which I think is quite similar to yeah. art and photography. And that's what, I,
0: yeah, that's what I was going to say, which is mm-hmm. I think your work is escapism my work is escapism but it is that it's not that idea of getting lost in something it's that idea of surrounding yourself in something to work something out mm. i
1: think it's also kind of the, the like the allowing the idea of i think it yeah. comes back to the you know um, walking like walking a lot to take photos is, is what's this... your name
0: richard long <laughs> My new thing is just name dropping photographers so people know that I know what I'm talking about.
1: You just got them listed just in case. Yeah, they're all they're all categorized. <laughs> I've actually the got themes. Richard Long on. <laughs> uh,
2: walking, walking,
0: walking. Uh, Richard Long. <laughs> uh, keywords and keywords
1: and key. Words and key... Um, but yeah, the idea of like if you if you just kind of go out to take photos, say, or go for a walk to kind of think, you you'll do a loop. But it's yeah. the idea of kind of getting yourself lost to then return yeah you're you're escaping something to find something but then i I,
0: you know you don't want to get so lost that you end up in the 27 club
1: oh right as in dead
0: (laughs) (laughs) i need to stop talking at work because the other day i was talking about how much like my career aspirations are to be a poltergeist and yeah, everyone was like, that'd be "What? Good. Wouldn't it?" Yeah, See, that'd be thank you. Good. This yeah, is yeah, why. Yeah, I, yeah. Sometimes I forget who I'm talking to. Maybe.
1: I th- yeah, I reckon. I reckon a poltergeist would be would be something to aim for.
0: My biggest fear is that my brother dies before me, and he, and he a poltergeist. me. Yeah, and because I know he'll be a poltergeist in my house.
1: But then you've got something to kind of compare it to, as in, like you know, you could do it better.
0: He's an investment banker. He's going to he be a better poltergeist shit. than I will. What
1: he just rearranges
0: somebody's numbers. I, sorry, was that an innuendo? <laughs> <laughs> Every time I upload these episodes, it asks me, "Does this have <laughs> content?" <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm like, um, uh, depends. Yeah, but there was also something that I wanted to bring up with you, which I think relates to cowboy beat bop as well, mm-hmm. and your use of you shoot analog.
1: Yeah, it, but yeah. predominantly.
0: Predominantly, you have you dabble.
1: Well, recently I've had to just shoot digital. That's cost, isn't it? Yeah.
0: To be fair, you have just robbed me blind for three hours of portrait. It's not my problem. That's okay. codex problem. In an essay that I marked recently, mm. and I hope this student feels really proud about being shouted out because <laughs> I'm not going to mention them by name. Um, GDPR. GDPR. They They sort of likened this use of analog photography mm. to memory and this idea that traditionally we're not getting into sort of like you know imacon scanners or whatever they're called mm. but if you shoot something in analog there's this idea that it can't be digitally altered and it can't be rewritten mm. and that idea linked to memory is mm. really interesting because we fester on memories i think yeah. and i think as photographers we fester on trying to replicate ideas for other people to find refuge in yeah and I think that's really interesting. Yeah. Because that sort of touches on what I was just saying about finding refuge in film and TV. Yeah. It's it's a big responsibility and it's difficult for somebody to buy into what your idea of the world looks like.
1: Yeah, I like, uh, you can all you can really do is kind of put it out there. That's yeah,
0: something. and especially when it's not I think one of the difficult things for photography, unlike film and TV and music. And sort of mike touched on this as well is that it's not even though it is it's not predominantly seen as an entertainment
1: no but i i wonder whether there's 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 situations where obviously photography has kind of struggled to be an art form and there's a sense yeah. of like you have the other thing as well as i think with this is like photography is a is predominantly a tool Yeah. We think of it as an art form, but in a in in a way it's kind of the same as like It's a documentation almost. Well it's it's kinda like you know, artists will draw with pencil or paint with acrylic. We Mm. take photos. It's it's Mm. not really much difference. It's a tool that you can kind of adapt and use in different Mm. ways. Mm. Which is why you get hobbyists just like you get, you know various kind of parts, you know, you know, sketching and things like that doesn't have to be an art. Yeah. Or an art in the big Catalan sense. Yeah. Um I don't know where i was going with that um that, that was good i there's just uh, there's there's a there's a yeah there's a craft to it as well as there being a a form of trying to trying to show up a, a part of the of the world how you see it
0: yeah and there's this sort of thing that's like and that's
1: oh that's and that's where analog comes in i think analog compared mm-hmm. to digital is seen more of that craft yeah it's it's seen yeah. more of that craft um but ever since you know photography or, or printing especially mm. has been a thing there's been manipulation mm-hmm. it's not a new thing which i which i always find kind of interesting when you know when you talk about memory and time how film and older images are supposed to be consistent in a way but yeah there was manipulation from the start
2: you yeah, know? yeah. In, in Absolutely. Dark room, you
1: can you know you removed people or you could yeah. you could simulate different skies from different negatives and things like that
2: yeah
1: and no matter and photography has that weird thing because it's seen such a, as a big truth teller, but yeah. in reality, do you
0: think that's why people are so mad on the AI discourse at the moment?
2: Yeah, because well, I, I d- think
0: to photographers, like for us, mm. it's not a big deal because I've never thought that photography tells the truth.
1: No, yeah, I mean, there's this. Yeah, I think the big argument of does um, is is image, you know, is photography a, a truthful source? Is is like if you think it is, you're kind of you're completely yeah. wrong. <laughs>
0: I think that if you're like, I understand the problem with AI, but if you're threatened, if your craft and your art form, and you feel personally threatened by AI, that says more about yourself as a photographer, for me.
1: Well, it's, yeah, I mean, I think I mean, maybe it's a threatening an agency. Mm, mm. I mean, if, if there's always yeah, there's been. Before AI, there's been plenty of issues with, um, you know, screenshots. The whole, yeah. the whole, the whole Google Maps trend. Yeah, yeah, are making, yeah. You know, projects out of that, mm. which it, it starts to blur a line, and they're putting it under the the, the umbrella of photography. People get a bit uneasy about it mm. because, you know, I think in a lot of ways they hold on to that that idea of craft, I mean, this idea of learning. I agree. To use I agree. Techniques.
0: There is like. And I
1: just don't think it, I don't think it needs to be that. I you know I think I think with that situation people are missing the fun of it all.
0: Yeah, and I suppose everybody has their sort of like Achilles heel. Like for me there's a part of a project that I'm working on. I keep on talking about this project like like it's going to be like <clears throat> the next, next, world. next thing. Yeah, it really is. <laughs> um first it was photo <laughs> know. It's like really like Michael Bay like levels of production, but there's a there's a part of it which I think will sort of be lost on a lot of people, which is there's a series of pictures I want to make, like large format, Mm -hmm. landscape, Mm -hmm. pure is what I think people would sort of maybe class it as. But it's very personal to me because I've never been that photographer. So it's almost more about the craft than the image Yeah, because it's almost like one of the reasons that I want to take the RZ to Cornwall Mm. is that there is almost an acknowledgement that that's a lot of work. Mm. And the reason I'm shooting like that is because I am a bit of a cowboy shooter and I want to slow myself down and like stop and, and almost prove to myself that I can do it, Mm. you know, chip off the old block, you know?
1: But there's there's something in just kind of trying those different methods.
0: But then if we didn't have these insecurities and we didn't have this, you know, debilitating push to prove ourselves and to tell stories and to make up pictures and make words, then then what the fuck would we d- be doing? I know what I'd be doing. I'd be working in the post office, <laughs> and with all the royal mail strikes, I think my services could really be, you know. Okay, I mean yeah. that
1: comes down to the idea, you know, you do it, you do it for yourself, which is such a a difficult, I difficult thing. Yeah. But the idea of you, you know, even you saying that you kind of want to do that part of the project on large format, mm. you know, to in a sense, it's it's a very self self referential situation. You know, you're you're yeah. you're making images because they are mm. traditional to photography because you are a photographer because you haven't done it yourself. It's-
0: Listen, you know better than everyone that I do have a chip on my shoulder about the fact that <laughs> I think that people, you know, I still think that when I started working. At Ue, people were like, "What the fuck is she doing there?" Yeah, but I don't know whether that's my sort big of big
1: camera, big photographer.
0: Prove yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing like an arse to finally put my back out, you know? No, I, yeah, it's all it's 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 an amalgamation, isn't it?
1: But I think what what I, what I was saying before, you know, you you kind of do these things to to learn from it and kind mm. of kind of in a way maybe tick a box, but also so you know it doesn't work. Yeah. You know you could you could shoot those images and they will potentially never be yeah. seen in that project yeah but you kind of got to do them and that's where you know getting really in depth with that kind of with photography as a craft as well as as an art form yeah and then rewrite in a way of what mm-hmm. you kind of what you do i mean i i'm always reminded like I, I spoke very recently about like color photography and color darkroom printing and how i look at um, like Sean Lotman's work mm. a lot. Who goes into the dark room, especially for his son's? I can't remember. The name Sunlanders. I thought you were gonna book. say
0: his son's birthday party. No, no, his Sunlanders. book okay. and
1: you know, and does a lot of, you know, color for color color dark Print is very um, is very like strict. God, can't it's hard re- as fuck. You can't do much with it apart from. Correct colors in a yeah. way, but Sean, yeah, Sean Artman stuff is 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 really quite surreal in the sense that he kind of he knows how to print obviously, but mm. he he then dodges and burns to an extreme, so you get these mm. crazy magenta casts, and mm. you know the you can see that they are you know in inverted commas ab you know they're they're incorrect they're they're yeah. they're they're not right mm. in terms of you wanted a perfect color print, but yeah. he's done it so much to the point where he he kind of goes and then plays around with it and Mm -hmm. it's that sense of kind of which is i think what comes back to a lot of my work you know regardless of being of like this stuff that you said about before is this is trying to kind of break down these these intentions and just have a little bit of fun with it whether they look traditions yeah and traditions yeah Yeah. whether they look fun or playful or not Mm. and i think it comes out in some of some some of my work for sure but it's 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 just about not taking yourself seriously. Yeah. And, you know, and sitting there and, you know, you whether you go out taking photos without really thinking, then coming back and just questioning everything that you've, you've done in a very just nonchalant way. And you, you know, mm-hmm. it, it, it's, it's just messing around with the borders of what we expect from, you know, serious photographers in a way.
0: Yeah. Are you a serious photographer?
1: No. I don't think I'm a serious person. <laughs> I don't think I've been serious about anything in my life
0: would you ever do moving Sorry to image <laughs> 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 oh christ yeah do you think you do you think you'd ever do moving image
1: i'd really like to but that that is a is another dimension that i don't know if i could get my head around
0: me neither i can't well again you haven't listened to it but i can't <laughs> i can't get my head around i say this to john i can't get my head around the fact that i can take a picture the fact that i can own light and real life mm. is so mad to mm. me i hate it I but then but then i think that's the obsession and and like when you were talking about the play mm. you know you know when you know, when, you know it's when you, alchemy yeah you know when you go into yeah. the dark
1: for the first time yeah. and you, you see that image appear on a print yeah it's yeah. mad and everybody goes that's magic yeah i, I kind of just wish a lot of photographers would just keep that with them
0: and now as always A word from our sponsors.
1: My name is Dan. Just bizarre and also incorrect. I don't think I'm a serious person. I don't think I've been serious about anything in my life. Uh, Crippling (laughs) self-doubt. In reality, it's a crack in the floor. That's, That's kind of all it is. Oh, that's
2: amazing. Meters. (laughs)
0: Meters. <laughs> oh no, the
1: meter. The meter, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Phantom by the meter. Oh.
1: Ass eater. Is that close. what it was? Yeah, it was close, okay. the,
0: Somebody point me Somebody to the best ass eater. okay.
1: Is that the is that the research that you did on it?
0: Do you want the next lyrics? So so you've That's... brought as your third thing. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. The meter. Yeah. Capital T, capital M. Lowercase T capital M. <laughs> Wait, what? Capital T, capital
1: M. So this was this was something that I very randomly came about. You're
0: smirking already.
1: Yeah, because I think it's just like it is. It's both. I think a weird story, but Mm. it's a super interesting thing that like everybody uses in some way or another, and you know, in scientifically we use as well. Yeah. And the story of it is just bizarre and also incorrect. Which just makes for like a nice roundabout. <laughs> Go on then. Well, the so I think originally, originally I think before the meter there was a measurement invented in France back in like the 17th century, mm. which was to do with a, a pendulum swing. Okay. So they were they obviously invented the pendulum, and I think it was like twice twice the distance a pendulum swings. Okay. Because they were trying to come up with a universal measurement, yeah, that they could use across the board for observations. Okay. And then they realized that pendulums swing different distances depending on where you put them, so it didn't work. And then they decided that they were going to make. They came back to it and decided they were going to do a universal measurement, um, and it was going to be um, ten, the ten thousandth, yeah, ten thousandth uh. fraction, fraction, ten thousandth of the um the, the
0: meter is the length of the path traveled by light in a vacuum during the interval of one i don't even know how to say this well, number. That's, that's so
1: this is this is so this is the thing that was so fascinating about the meter is that they've they basically they invented this universal measurement yeah and then through the past 100 200 300 years or whatever mm. they've um tried to exact it okay and it's became and just to simply mean that they they've got an exact definition of it And it became the point where it's... it's Oh, a meridian. Yeah, so they originally measured it across the meridian line. Yeah. or like To the equator. Yeah. From Paris. And they had... There was two um, astronomers, I think. Mm. I I forget their names. And they they set out to measure it. Mm. And basically one of them made a mistake. And there's this big story. And so technically what they came back saying was the meter is two millimeters shorter than what their definition is. Okay, um, and from there they kind of, you know, they made a, a solid meter out of all these different elements, okay. like iron and things like that, to make sure it wouldn't erode and change. And as it's gone down the line, it's kind of become more and more scientific.
0: Yeah, it says the 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 definition changed in nineteen eighty three
1: to the light. Yeah, yeah. So now the path of light. It's 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 the 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 distance that light passes in one two hundred ninety nine millionth. 792,684 458. Damn it, close. Um, of a second, of a second, yeah. yeah. But what's but they but then that is also it, it becomes referential. To the point of that is now the speed of light because now you measure light in meters per second, and okay. And it's a, it's basically the, the what I found so interesting about it was is this exact measurement that is used. Universally, essentially, mm. that is completely referential to the world that we live in. Yeah. That is used to measure the world that we live in.
0: Yeah. Virtual bong hit. Yeah.
1: Okay. I think it is, a, it, but that I think that is what is. It, it's so absurd. Yeah, it is absurd. It's, it, it kind of reminds me that a lot of what we do and what we use in um, is completely imaginary.
0: Yeah, but science is theory yeah it's so funny that we've segued to this from this. is is art and photography no is photography science well it's alchemy it's chemicals the magic of the trade now we're like meters, meters seconds equators yeah but
1: yeah i think the the thing about it is it's just so obs- i think it, it's an absurdly interesting story mm. that um it's completely like invented and it just it makes it makes not a lot of sense in no a way. and but we use it in every in every day
0: and it sort of touches on what Clara was talking about this idea of measurement of, yeah of like a rule of thumb yeah as opposed to uh things that are in inherently natural yeah like the sun yeah. going round or, or you know whatever
1: but yeah, it's it's kind of it's um it became almost like a a law that mm. we've invented ourselves. You know, yeah. it didn't exist before we were here. Mm. Like same with numbers. You know, numbers doesn't didn't exist before we were here.
0: Numbers don't exist now. Not if you're my bank balance. <laughs> <Well, like,
1: laughs> no, nah, it's always going to be negative. It's always. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think I mean the, the even nerdiest thing about where that came about was that it was um. Paper sizes is what that's it's what meters is, is. Um, this like
0: this, the a sizes, yeah. Okay.
1: A0 is me, is the surface area of meter squared. Oh, really? Yeah, and then it's it's like a square root, of whatever two, it's divisible by two. So you, there's a particular ratio for an a size, which I can't remember the equation for it, but an a0 is a meter squared.
0: God, you really do learn something new every day. There you go. Wow, and so okay. I think I randomly
1: discovered that, and then I was like, Oh, well, where does a meter come from? And that I think I just kind of went down that rabbit hole, and that but. Leading on to that, it's like the other base units. We've got like a set of base units. I think there's like mm. seven actual base units that are supposed to be like universally used. Yeah. And to be honest, the, the, the funniest one is like the um, the um, kilogram Yeah. was like for the longest time, a kilogram was an actual weight that is kept in a vault in Paris That's so until nice. eventually they were like, this might lose mass. So we're going to have to decide on something else. But you can physically, you could essentially go look at the universally agreed kilogram.
0: That's so weird, isn't yeah. it? Yeah,
1: and then when you think about it, it's like once again, it's kind of it's all self-referential because yeah. a a kilogram came from the fact that if you freeze a liter of water, yeah, that's a kilogram.
0: Yeah, weird. just
1: the same as when you come up with an idea or take a photo, you're referring to every other possible piece of research that you've ever done. And that will always come from something based on reality or your reality.
0: Yeah.
2: I That's have, why I chose the meter.
0: I have I was gonna <laughs> say I have absolutely nothing to contribute to that because <laughs> I'm still trying to comprehend yeah. it. <laughs> well, I'm glad that one of the, the references or one of the examples that came up on Google was the meter stick. Yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> the meter stick was so important in my youth. Just like you hit with listen let's not get into childhood trauma
1: but i'm just saying that if there was a meter stick in my class there was somebody who was going to get hit with it not by the teacher
0: just by each other no i just i loved this idea of the meter stick it was like a sign of sort of um importance and you know uh stability
1: (laughs) who's stability
0: like like it was it was just a thing that we had in the classroom like you know a meter stick it's symbolic of of a a unit of a a thing you know yeah well that's exactly yeah yeah. i'm literally thinking of the classroom that i was in when i'm thinking about that and i I don't know whether i've said this to you before my favorite my favorite day at school ever was we did a can you hear bambi snoring i mean i can it's so loud i don't think it will come up but maybe my favorite day at school ever was we did a science project Mm. Uh, which was which supermarket shopping bag was the most sturdy? Okay. Yeah. And we put a table up on its, like, so it was portrait, mm-hmm. and we hung the shopping bags off the legs, mm. and we filled it with kilogram weights and yeah. then like smaller measurements of weight. Yeah. And the suspense, like, the class was on tender hooks.
1: if for it to drop. Yeah. yeah and yeah, it yeah. was like,
0: when it dropped, the riot, we were like behind the other tables, like shields, like yeah. sandbags and that's sort of what it reminds me of i don't know yeah love that but uh, yeah and uh,
1: it kind of comes back to everything else that we we're saying in terms of like something as simple as that just reminds you of yeah those different different periods of time it's do you know my i love
0: as... i love the phrase horsepower
1: horsepower yeah oh yeah them, well, them ponies what's... That's that's the other thing. It's like all these kind of forms of measurement come from something. I mean, hmm. leading on from like from the meter, I think the, the inch was like the weirdest one, which was like the the ki- the length of the king's thumb or something like that. Yeah,
0: I always do it by my thumb.
1: Yeah. But then if you look back, there's um there was a lot of times people would measure using their different body parts. Like if you if you know if you <laughs> like if you um like if you know how long your forearm is and you need to measure something you have a ruler yeah you know how long your forearm is yeah you can roughly figure it out yeah same you know you can kind of go down from like the, the your knuckle to your finger to your hand to your forearm yeah to your arm like yeah. measurement is just it's just such a like a bizarre bizarre thing
0: yeah and it's relative isn't it is, is your foot the same size as your forearm
1: yeah, I think that's just anatomically the same. But pattern. is everybody's?
0: Because mine is.
1: Well, according to Da Vinci's is. Okay. We're
0: going to do, I was about to say prehistoric science. I didn't mean that. Prehistoric The photo you'd like to live in. Mm. Hit me with it.
1: So I, I didn't think about this overly too much. Mm-hmm. It was literally on instinct. Instinct? in terms. Instinct. Of instinct. Yeah. Um, so it was on instinct. Yeah, yeah. So the first thing that came to mind was a William Klein image. Okay. Um And I I think it's the it's the candy shop one. I think it's called a Candy Shop.
0: Maybe, maybe it's the ice cream. I don't know, something. Do you know where I'm going with that? Yeah, I do okay, know okay. You know, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I know what, that reference. Well, I don't know what pop culture references you get.
1: Not many, but that one's within my lifetime,
0: Okay, is it the one that I'm thinking of? Does is it re- is it this one?
1: That's the one. Yeah, yeah. <sighs>
0: Tell me about it. Tell so, me why.
1: I actually don't know a lot about this image at all. That's fine. And um, as much as I kind of understand how like how um, big Klein is and how much he kind of did for photography and filmmaking as well, mm. um, I reluctantly have just never really looked too in depth at his work. But is it because you always
0: got him confused with Calvin Klein.
1: Yeah, I, I'm always wearing William Klein's underwear. <laughs>
0: That's good for our bootleg shop, actually. <laughs> yeah, should we make yeah. William Klein underwear. William Klein underwear. <laughs> or we should make an aftershave. Um,
1: In Calvin Klein documentaries, no, well, that would work. That's no, no,
0: WK one. Do you get K1. that joke? Oh, CK one. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Marky Mark, Kate Moss. Yeah. You could be Kate Moss. I'll be Marky Mark.
1: I'll lose some weight.
0: I will stay the same. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um. Yeah. I so I I really actually don't know a lot about his work. Yeah. You know, pretty weirdly ignorant i've never i've never been able to kind of get a hold of any of his books or anything like that mm. um but this photo seems to just it just is stuck in my head and yeah. i think it was one of those images that back in college when we had to do like a a class or a modular where everyone like um cri- like critiquing an image i think that was just one of the images i was given oh. uh, and so i think i just spent like at the at the four like foremost part of my years of like discovering photography. Mm. I probably spent like a week or so with that image. That's quite nice though, and isn't it? It's just lodged itself in my head. But what I find it just for me it just seems it just kind of embodies it has such a feel it has such a feeling to it. Yeah. And you know it 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 doesn't look I don't think it looks like New York. It isn't no. a street image of New York.
0: No. It's 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 almost like the definition of a moment, like a fraction, like a zoom, yeah, like a panning.
1: The the thing that always stuck with me, apart from the obvious subjects around the the image itself, was that the um, it's he's obviously zoomed or moved, yeah, and there's a there's a there's a kind of photographic anomaly, yeah,
0: anomaly, yeah, finally yeah. or
1: feature to it, um, that always stuck with me, and I think there's something about it feels like you would be living in a photograph.
0: Yeah, it's almost like
1: it's not it's not representation of reality as we see it. You can no. tell it is an image. Yeah, it's, but it,
0: but isn't it a bit like for me it's a bit like a it's like a still representation of a of a gorp.
1: Or like a uh...
0: no, like you know when you gorp at something. Yeah. You're like like rubberneck. I feel like I'm rubbernecking in this picture. Right. Like staring intently. What is rubbernecking? Rubbernecking is like when you like, you know, you crane your neck to keep looking at something.
1: Is that when somebody says like "don't look" and then you literally whip yourself around?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, because I feel like I would like walk past this and then like I'm sort of like zoomed into it. Yeah. This it, but this sort of picture almost reinforces why I asked you if you were interested in moving image, because mm. this has got like a film still a transitional look to it
1: i mean i think there's a lot of there's a lot of like cinematic influence mm. in a lot and well some of my work for sure yeah and it's certainly what i'm interested in but still images from like filmmaking are very different to making yeah film yeah um but yeah i know what you mean there's a there's a sense i think in that sense it, there's a there's a there's a sense of movement to it there, there is, is a dynamic point yeah. of what really should be should be like a still mm. um scene but i think that's kind of why i jumped to it and what i enjoy about it is that it it isn't once again it, it's kind of it shows its photographic sense yeah and it isn't entirely perfect as people would imagine it should be. Yeah. And it is that kind of playful nature of like pushing a boundary of making a purely accurate documentary slash street photography Mm. image. I'm going to, well, I'll go on a limb and say that I don't think Klein intended to look like that. Yeah. I can imagine that was Well, luckily it's next week's guest so (laughs)
0: I'll ask him if you want.
1: (laughs) But But I think that's the that becomes a surprise of the fact of, you know, a lot of the time and that kind of, you know, very, um, it's probably over said, but you know, there is a sense of like the camera does a lot of the work, Yeah. you know, you can only point it and there is, there is still the kind of working with the tools that you've got. Yeah. Mechanical. And yeah. But you know, your, the camera's seeing it first Yeah. and that, that kind of, that shows it. It's kind of, there is, there is something going on that can't be seen by the photographer that instant mm. because it comes out in the image afterwards.
0: Mm. Something that I heard on Great British Menu, shout out, my favourite programme, which I think really could apply to photography, Mm. and I think I'm going to apply it to you because I think it's something that you could do with hearing, is one of the judges said about the dish, don't get so caught up in the concept that you lose the flavour. It's a good one. And I thought, slap that on my gravestone.
1: Don't salt it too much.
0: Don't salt it too much. Let it be not salted
1: <laughs> who knows what I said was true this whole podcast I've, I've been reeling off you know um, sound bites of all of the photographers I reckon
0: listen you don't know half of them you know I'm going to dine out on that for months what mm. the egg no oh. Joel Peter Witkin.
1: Oh yeah, no, that's that's definitely a whole And of now my I've knowledge.
0: mentioned it sort of in the outro, I can't cut it out. Yeah,
1: that's that's a whole the continuity my right? I have to leave it in. But now I'm gonna go away and look at his work. So and
0: fine. that's what it's all about, isn't it? Learning.
1: And you being right. Correct. Yeah, fair
0: enough. Of course. Um I'm hoping you're gonna say yeah, but you'll come back, won't you? Yeah. What is it with people thinking that I've signed off so that they can like just enjoy yeah, the spoils right, of the rider? You kinda of go quiet for a bit. Rarity. <laughs> There's a moment That's why of I assume silence. it's finished. <laughs> if, I, if I'm doing a moment of silence, not like a not like a political thing, but if if there is a, mo- <laughs> there's a political mo- thing, <laughs> a moment of silence. Uh, yeah, then you actually normally have to check I'm breathing if I stop talking.
1: Yeah, fair. Uh, yeah, I, I will come
0: back. In you will brain. come back for parts five, six, seven, and eight. But I think I think you have to come up with
1: three more for everything else. I've got. I've got yeah, that. yeah that.
0: Um But I think you might be. There might be an episode soon that you feature on. That's weird. Okay, Why? well.
1: Oh, well that was well, in what I was spoken about is a...
0: No, no, as in no one's referencing you. <laughs> Crickets. <laughs> no, as in like I think I have something in the making that, you know, you'll be coming back for. Oh me. right, okay. Perfect. Yeah. Yeah, oh, nice. wicked. Uh until then, where can people find you?
1: Uh, on In a in... cave.
0: <laughs> somewhere.
1: Plato's Cave.
0: <laughs> Plato's Cave. Shout out to Sontag. Um <laughs> a maybe excuse me this is a feminist podcast oh, Okay, yeah, fine. Where can
2: people
1: um, find you? www.danieldale.co.uk
0: and on Instagram
1: dan of the dale
0: because you can't change it
1: well no I can't change it I mean why would I want to change it I don't know something a bit more professional dan of the dale I mean that's pretty funny though
0: yeah fantastic thank you uh, and I suppose is there anything else that you wanted to mention before you leave
1: that sounds like i should mention him, but i don't know why
0: let's see us out so thank you very much thank you (laughs) that's (laughs) ominous please do get in contact with me um on instagram aka photoslut and email is aka photoslut at gmail.com please tell your friends and please leave a review